Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. I'm not being prideful. I'm wearing an amazing Napoleon Dynamite costume. I look just like him. Um, yes, I'm so excited to be here. First of all, thank you guys so much for worship. It was so good. Mom's taking paparazzi photos. Um, yeah, but worship really blessed me today, you guys. It's always so good when you three worship together. It's just, I'm like, I can't move because I'm just in the presence of the Lord. Um, all right, so first off, this is a reference photo. I think I did a pretty good job, <laughs> but that's just my, my opinion. You can let me know later. Um, before we get in the sermon, I... I'm just going to show you a little clip from this movie that I'm portraying today since, you know, it was a mistake letting me preach on Halloween. Otherwise, I would have been over there <laughs> in my fro, but whatever. <laughs> my mom laughs at me. She says, Cammie, why do you always dress up as a man for Halloween? You know, it's low maintenance. I like that a lot. And... <laughs> She's like, but Cammie, all these other people are dressing cute. And I'm like, you know, my husband's not going to love me in spite of my costume. He's going to love me because of my costume. And that's what I'm sticking to. But if anything, um, I dressed up as him because his dance moves inspire me. And I aspire to be like him. So Um, so if you guys are wondering what I'll look like on Saturday, it will definitely be that. (laughs) Um... He is my inspiration, Um, so I just wanted to, you know, give that, um, so you guys can maybe focus a little better. I'll take that off. (laughs) Yes, sir. Um, No. (laughs) Mostly because Jackie didn't want to dress up as Pedro, which was my only request from her in, like, forever. Drew one on you, Jacqueline. It's not that hard. There's always options. <laughs> All right. So today I'm happy to be speaking again. Thank you guys for yay. Matthew graciously pointed out yesterday, I was like, yeah, you haven't spoken in a while. What's up with that? (laughs) (laughs) And I always had excuses, like there was too much going on or I just didn't want to. Um, But I was talking to God the other day and he said, do it anyway. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, So that's going to be a title of one of my other sermons once I get to preach again. (laughs) 
do it anyway. Um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about what seeds are growing in the garden of your heart. Jazz hands. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I need to look at my notes because I'm distracted right now. I love you all. Um, so I'm not an avid gardener. I try my best, but if you see my yard, it's really not that great. Um, but my grandma has taught me a lot. And if you see her yard, you'll know that she's very dedicated. <laughs> um, and it looks super pretty when you drive by and it's just like, wow, this is amazing. But I don't think people understand how long it takes for it to get that way. She literally spends hours on end in her garden every day, which is dedication that I wish I had. And I'm praying, <laughs> God, please help me. Um, <laughs> so that we're gonna be, I'm gonna be using that as analogies today. What seeds are you growing in your garden? All right, so good seeds take intentionality to plant. Oh, I didn't click on the thing. I forgot to do that. This is going to be loud. Okay. It's not. So good seeds take intentionality to plant. That's going to be a word that's going to be used a lot today. Intentionality. I haven't used that word in a very long time, but today we're going to use it about 500 times. <laughs> so good seeds take intentionality to plant. And so... Um, God kind of brought this up in my heart because when, over the past year or whatever, I kind of stepped down from some things, like, role-wise and stuff, and just kind of um, was trying to figure some things out, but I realized that if you're not intentionally staying in community and um, seeking after the characteristics of God, sometimes other things can come in and start to grow, so you have to be intentional. Um, <laughs> uh, so planting good seeds takes intentionality in your relationship with God. Um, practical ways to do this is reading his word, spending regular time in prayer, worship, and surrounding yourself with like-minded believers. <laughs> But this doesn't mean only believers who have exactly the same views as you, such as like political or theological. Um, this means people who have the same kingdom goal and kingdom mindset to love and be loved by God. And as long as that's your goal, everything else will fall into place. Um, you can go to the next one, Mom. Sorry, that's, yeah, that's what it was reading doing great um yeah I think good seeds it's difficult to plant sometimes like love and joy and peace and patience it's like oh my goodness there's such a list um but if we do these things it'll just come naturally um because we're seeking the face of the Lord and um, you can go to the next one. 
sometimes the Holy Spirit will also send good seeds on a wind of refreshing. So like it's not like you're specifically looking for that thing, but like when we're doing prophetic worship here, like he just gives something and it's like, wow, that is so good. Like I wasn't expecting that. I couldn't come up with that, um, but it's there. But either way, whether um, the Holy Spirit brings the seed or whether you're seeking it out, it needs to be tended to in order to grow. And so um, even if it is something that God is placing on your heart, it still needs intentional care in order for it to come to fruition. Um, so, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, these are all going to be pictures of children because I just think children are so cute. Um, <laughs> a good seed needs intentional care in order for it to bear fruit. So that means it needs to be properly buried, given water and sunshine, and intentionally weeded. I didn't know how to say that casually, so that's what I put, and you guys understand what I mean. Um, <laughs> So uh, for properly buried, I'm going to slow down. <laughs> so the seed of the new word and truth needs to be taken into the soil of our heart. So if our heart isn't prepared um, for the seed, then it won't grow properly. Um, so we're going to talk about that we can go to the next slide. Okay, yay. If our heart is not prepared for the new seed, it will have a difficult time growing. And I've been learning that recently because, like, um, like, I would go and sit with God, and I would be like, God, I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting anything. Even if, no matter how much time I spend with you, I don't understand why what you're saying doesn't make sense or what the person up on the stage doesn't make sense. And he's like, your heart isn't prepared. <laughs> There's no room for this thing to grow. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, we'll go to the next one. So this means that we need good soil. Um, you guys all know the parable of the four soils, but we're just going to go through it a little bit. Oh, I can see it up there too. Okay. Um, so the first place that the seeds were planted was on the path. And it says, those who heard the word and did not understand. And I, that used to confuse me when I was younger because I was like, God, but I don't understand a lot of things. Like, <laughs> am I this path? Is that where my seed is being planted? But when I was talking to him about it, he's like, no, it's not. It's not bad to not understand, but it's the people who don't seek understanding, like who don't want to understand, who are okay with just being in the dark and being where they are and just staying here. The seed just stays on top. Nothing happens. And so it's head knowledge, not heart knowledge, because they didn't want to understand it. Another thing that the path represents is um, it's trampled on, right? Like people walk on it all of the time, like doo, 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 doo. 
my boots are stressing me out. Um, and so that means that it's hard. And the path represents, too, like someone who's hard-hearted, who's not willing. They hear it with their ears, but they don't hear it with their heart, and they're not willing to um, change. Um, and yeah. And so I've been there before. I was like going through all these, and I was like, oh, yeah, been there, been there, maybe still there. <laughs> well, God help me. <laughs> oh, we can go to the next one. Um, the next type of soil was the rocky ground. And that one was the one for those who accepted the word joyfully. So they were very excited. They were like, oh my goodness, that's such a revelation. That's so cool. And they were excited to hear the word because they wanted it. Um, they wanted to seek after it. It was like, oh, that's so good. But they fall away when persecution or trouble comes because of the word. Um, because there's no place for the roots to grow because there's already things there. And so I was talking to God about what that meant, and he was just saying that this can look like obvious persecution from others in the world um, and the person getting discouraged, but it can also be trouble in your own heart due to the word of this, <laughs> the word of God and the flesh fighting for the first place in your heart. Um, yeah. So there's no place for the word to take root because other things are in the way. And so when we're asking God, like with me, when I was like, God, why can't I? Why isn't this making sense? Like, why isn't this making sense? He pointed out a few things like this is here and I need to remove this in order for this word to be able to grow and come in your life. And so I think it's just um, the matter of saying, okay, yes, God, yes, sir. Let's, I'm, you can have your way in me. Um, the next type of soil was the thorns. And so in the thorns, it talks about how they hear the word and then the plant gets choked out by the worries of life and the deceitfulness of wealth. So something did start to grow. This person was like, okay, I understand this. Um, something's starting to bubble up in them. It's starting to grow. But then the things around them discourage the growth from continuing and coming to bear fruit. Um, God was just pointing out that pursuit of other things out of fear is a defense mechanism. So that's what thorns remind me of. It's a defense mechanism. I want everything to be okay. I want to control this. Like... Um, but trying to protect yourself in that way stunts the growth of the good seed. I love you guys. You're so encouraging. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. And then the good soil heard the word, understood it, and allowed the seed to take deep root and held on to it. Um. Yeah. So even if it's <laughs> even if it's something uh well no we're going to do that slide. So they produced a crop yielding 160 or 30 times more what was sown, which is ideal and that is our goal. Yay.
Can we just take a moment to, how cute is that kid? Um, so what made the good soil different? The groundwork was already done. Ha, 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 ha. That was funny. I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> so doing the groundwork. The only difference between the good soil and the rest of them was that it was prepared and already prepped. It's not like it began off that way. None of us are all ready to go when it comes to God. Like, yeah, let's go. We're not, we don't come out of the womb just ready to receive the Lord's word. It's like, no, this takes work. The, word, <laughs> the world brings on things and experiences that allow rocks to get in your soil or allow thorns or allow hardness sometimes. But the difference between the good soil and the other soil is that the work was willing to be done. You were willing to do the work for it. And I think that's important because <laughs> people will blame God sometimes when they, God, I'm stuck in this place and I don't know why. Like, like I feel this feeling of whatever anger or bitterness or whatever and I don't feel like, I don't know, things are going my way. And God is just like, well, you have the opportunity to step out and grow. You just have to be willing to do the work. And he's not making you do it by himself. Like, imagine a little kid trying to pick up ginormous rock. That's what God sees us as. He's just like, us trying to lift it by ourselves. But he's willing to help us do it as long as we're willing to do the work. And sometimes it hurts. And sometimes it's very, very difficult and painful. But in the end, it ends up being worth it. Um. Go to the next one. So the good soil was intentionally prepared to receive the good seed. In the same way, our hearts need to be prepared to receive the word. Um, preparing your heart to receive takes time and intentionality. I think I've said that five times. We got about six times to go. <laughs> So doing the groundwork is so important. Um, yeah. And that means spending time in God's presence and letting him, the Holy Spirit, gently point some things out that are need to be removed. Is anything that hinders growth is no bueno, sir. No bueno. and sunshine. Um, I didn't read my notes, and apparently I had more on the other one. Uh, I'm going to backtrack because you guys love me, and this is my... <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you. Um, so going back, um, there was just a couple things that God was pointing about, about the last two um, soils. Just... Uh, with the rocks, there is a lack of perseverance when things get hard. 
Um, you don't have to move it. It's okay. Well, you can if you already did. I love you. Thank you. There's just a lack of perseverance when things get hard, which I definitely struggle with because I'm like, <laughs> if I'm not going to be good at something, then I'm not going to do it. And then you don't, <laughs> you don't lose if you don't do that. <laughs> But I know mom used to always say that verse, that perseverance produces character, and character hope, and hope does not disappoint us, because the love of God has been poured into our heart by the Holy Spirit. Um, and it's just, I think that was really encouraging me, because even if you're going, I think God, like, he doesn't, he obviously doesn't expect us to do things perfectly, because we're not perfect, but he just loves the attempt. It's like, I know when I was a kid, I would draw mom these pictures, and I, it would just be terrible. I was not an artist. Like, I was not one of those, like, artists from birth from, like, oh, my gosh, I'm drawing a masterpiece. No. It literally just looked like scribbles, and I'm like, mom, look, it's a pony. And she's like, what is this? But she appreciated the attempt. And so as we continue to persevere and continue to push through to get the rocks and the things, the hard things out of us, It'll get easier and easier and easier for things to grow. And God is always proud of us no matter what because he's a good dad. Yes. Um, and then just the thing with the thorns in regards to the worries of the life and the deceitfulness of wealth, um, priorities. Um, I think just remembering in those times that Jesus should always be the focus, should always be the priority, because when you're starting to look around at everything that's going on around you, it becomes overwhelming and scary. And then when you're also looking to try to get the wealth of the world, it's nothing compared to God. And I think that's why so many Christians fall, is because they're trying to catch up with the worldly things, like, oh, I need money, I need power, I need people to understand who I am and need fame. And it's like, no, you just need to be where Jesus is calling you and just be the person he's made you to be. Um, was there anything else I missed, Jesus? Nope. Okay, we can go back to where we were. Pause is removed. Thank you. So aftercare, water, and sunshine. Yay. Um, so even after the seed is buried... It still needs care. It's like kind of like how after a baby is born, it's like, oh, no, you're not there. <laughs> you're not done yet. <laughs> you still need to take care of it. Can't just leave it there. <laughs> it's not going to survive by itself. It's the same thing with the seed and the word of the Lord. So as we're learning and learning these new things that God is teaching us, whether that be love or patience or humility, it's like God's going to plant the seed, but we need to make sure that we take care of it and are good stewards of it so that it reaps a harvest. Um, yeah, preparing the conditions so that they yield fruit. Um, back to the doctor, thank you. So this is just part of my analogy um, for what I'm trying to describe today. Um, but the water reminded me of the revelation and refreshing of the Holy Spirit found in being in God's presence. So even though, so God gives us the original word, and it's so good. Like, God's word is always good, no matter how big or how small or how 
it's always big for me because like it's just like even the smallest thing is like wow this is amazing but there's always so much more like to dig in deeper and so we just have to intentionally be in God's presence and just let him fill us until he's able to do fully what he's trying to do in our hearts <coughs> and then sunshine hey you guys are my sunshine <laughs> you are my sunshine my only sunshine um, surrounding yourself with a community that can encourage growth having people in your life that can pour God's truth into your life I didn't realize how difficult it was to grow in the Lord when you didn't have people around you um, <laughs> I was like, I've been where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this by myself. Like, I don't need anyone else to see my mess right now. So I'm just going to like isolate. No, no bueno does not work. Does not work. I just realized it makes you like very weary very easily because it feels like you're carrying this load all on your own. You're like, I'm trying to learn about this word that God's telling me and I'm also trying to fight back the devil, like get away from me, Satan. And I'm trying to deal with regular life and I'm just like, gosh, I'm tired. I'm just tired. So it's so much easier with my sunshine people. You should give you guys a hand. Go ahead, clap for yourselves. Yay. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. All the people on the podcast are missing my great dance moves. I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys are the people that matter. It's fun. Um, so for this, God just reminded me of Psalms 1, where it was talking about, blessed are those who do not step in, step with the wicked or sit in the seat of mockers. Basically, like, who you surround yourself with and who you're choosing to be. So that is the sunshine. You guys are not those people. You're the opposite, which is great. Makes growing easier. Um, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Yeah, so the continuous revelation and word of the Lord is very important. But you guys know this already because you're cool. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can do that. That works for me. <laughs> um, so God was reminding me that both are needed. So the water and the sunshine are needed. One without the other is dangerous to the growth of the seed and the plant. You guys hype me up. It's fun. Um, so I was, you know, looking at all the gardening tips my grandma has given me. She's so wise. She's so wise. Um, but I called the other day, and I was like, Grandma, this plant, it is not doing well, which isn't a surprise. I don't have a green thumb or anything, but this one looked worse than the other ones. <laughs> I was very concerned. <laughs> yeah. This is a little sketch for me, but that's fine. Um, and she's like, well, what does it look like? And I described it to her. I was like, well, the leaves are like 
they're kind of wilting and rubbery, and it has like a weird smell. And <laughs> she's like, sounds like you're overwatering it. I was like, what? You can give plants too much water? <laughs> My poor baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> but to give plants water without sunshine will cause root rot. So at the bottom, and it can spread. It's not like it just stays in one place. It spreads to the rest of the roots, and if you have plants next to it, it spreads to the plant next to it. And so this means that the water at the bottom of the roots remains stagnant and the, causes the plant and the seed to die. And so <laughs> when we don't surround ourselves with community and people who love God and, you know, I don't know, just be in fellowship and surround yourselves with them. It causes the word of the Lord to become stagnant. Because, like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to grow when you're by yourself. I mean, you <laughs> you can try, but it's very hard because you're like, oh, yeah, I got me, myself, and Jesus. And I like myself and Jesus, so we're good. But, <laughs> oh, my God. But when you surround yourself with people, and people, like, obviously, mom knows more than I know. Like, I'm not going to figure it out by myself. Like, it's helpful when you have people around you pouring into your life and being like, yeah, that's good, but that's not quite right. Let's tweak that a little bit. <laughs> so it's important that we have each other, which is so cool. Why I love that we didn't close church ever, because... It was important that we all be together for that time. So I'm glad that we had the ability to do that. But in the same way, if you give a plant too much sunshine without water, it causes it to wither and die. Um, <laughs> so, so being involved in community doesn't replace the fact that you still need to be involved with the Lord and Holy Spirit in your own personal and daily life, because you still need to get that refreshing. Um, it's not that being in community is draining. It, it just, it can be sometimes. Um, you get encouraged, but it can also be like you're giving. And so if you're giving without receiving from the Lord, then it'll cause you to dry out and burn out and be tired, which is no bueno. It's no fun. No bueno. We're going to end a little early, but that's okay. Yeah, we are. Cool. Um, all right. What if it storms? It's a good question because it's been storming a lot lately for all of us. I'm like, God, please make it stop. But with that, what if it storms? Rain, it, rain is also a source of what? What is rain a source of? What does it do? It's water. It's water. It's not the same kind of water if you were doing it on purpose, but God is sometimes like, you know, we just need like a downpour. <laughs> rain is also a source of water. And so even in the middle of the storm, you guys know we have been going through storms lately. At least me. I'll speak for myself. I've been going through storms lately. And it's just been like, God, like, when is this going to stop? But <laughs> he is teaching me now to take 
hold of the moment in the storm and just be filled. Just be filled. Like, even though other stuff is going on, there might be lightning, there might be thunder, but he's there holding my hand, and I just got to drink it in because he's trying to teach me something right now. Um, in the middle of the storm, staying rooted is key, so you have to make sure that you're very much resting in the word of the Lord and his love and his goodness and just continuing to remind yourself who he is and who he's called you to be. Say that this is who I am and this is who my God is. I know that because he's in me, I will not fail. Not that you won't slip sometimes, but, you know, get back up. He's there with you. So, yeah. <laughs> so staying rooted is key. I thought this was really cool. I saw this on the interwebs the other day. Um, the resistance, I don't remember what type of plant it was. I think it was a tree, and they were talking about how in different climates or different um, places, certain trees will have deeper roots. And so, like, in the, I think it was the Amazon or something, the trees there have really, like, deep roots because the wind is always going, like, but, like, places that don't have as much wind, their roots are skinnier and not grounded as deep. And so I don't know if those are the exact places, but you get the point. So as the wind continues to come, it causes your roots to be stronger in him, which is importante. Um, in the storm, the sun is still there. So you guys are still there. They're just, it's, sometimes it's just not as visible because there's so much going on, like, up here. There's so much going on around you. Like, the sun still peeks through, and I remember um, when everything first started happening with our family, like, Donna and Miss Patty, they, and Miss Laura and Holly, like, you guys all came and gave me words, and I was like, this is so good. This is so good. Like, I'm crying in church. But then when I get home, I'm like, okay, God, it's me and you. Like, it's, I get, like, it's easy to, it, the sun is there for a second, but sometimes it's like, okay, it, it goes back into the storm where you're still trying to deal with things. But then you remember it later when everything slows down. So the sun is still there, just not as visible. Um, I like this kid, and I feel like this verse goes well with it. So not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Yeah. So what, <laughs> what if it storms? It's, it's good. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah, there was, um, we were watching Les Mis, Les Miserables. If you haven't watched that, I feel like it's such a good movie and you should watch it. It's very good, very good. Um, but there's this song that Eponine sings when she's dying. And the guy, her friend is like, you're going to be okay. Like, you're going to be all right. It's going to be okay. And she's just like singing and she's like, it's all going to be okay um, because it's, you're not describing this right. It's raining, and he's like, let me cover you or whatever, and she's dying, and he's like, 
rain can't hurt me now. Rain's just going to make the flowers grow. And I was like crying. I was like, yeah, rain makes the flowers grow. <laughs> it's okay. Even though I'm dying, it's going to be okay. It's going to cause something to grow up in me. It's so good. You know, God calls us to die to ourselves, and sometimes it's the worst process, but it's worth it. Yay. All right, look at this child. When I have children, I expect my kids to be in the dirt all of the time because that's how I was raised. <laughs> um, dirt never hurt. That's what we were told. Yep. So <laughs> before we move on to the next slide, you guys are going to laugh at me. As I said, oh, no, you can go back to that one. Sorry. As I said, I am not a gardener, and sometimes I try to take the easy way out. Bad decisions, bad decisions, don't do it. Holly told me not to do this, but I didn't listen. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I really don't want, because plants are expensive, like if you buy them full on, plants are very expensive, and they're just hard to take care of sometimes. And I was like, you know what? You know what would be a great idea? I'm gonna get a box of wildflower seeds. That's going to be good. I'm like, they're going to be easy. You don't need to do anything with them. You just literally put them there, and they just grow. That's a great idea. So I go to Menards, and I get, like, three boxes of wildflower seeds. And I'm like, you know what's a better idea? I'm going to put them in my garden beds, right in the front, right in my garden beds. <laughs> and as they started to come up, I started realizing them, that some of them were just green and pokey, and I was like, that doesn't look like a flower, but let's just let it go on a little longer and see what happens. Well, they went, they grew all the way. It was still green and pokey, no flowers anywhere, and there were just tiny flowers in the midst of all of this green and pokey, tall stuff. It passed my windows. I had several people walk by and ask if they could weed my garden for me. <laughs> These were supposed to be wildflowers. <laughs> I was trying to take the easy way out, which is not good. Don't do it. So all of that to say, learn from my experience. Bad seeds and weeds require intentionally, require that you intentionally uproot them. And I'm going to be honest, I left that there for a solid two months. <laughs> Holly came over. She was helping me with my room like every weekend or whatever. And she's like, Cam, do you want me to weed this? Nope, I'm leaving it there. It's fine. I'm like, there's probably going to be more flowers that grow. No flowers grew. So the whole summer, it just looked like, you know, abandoned. I got offered several times for my garden to be weeded. It was very embarrassing, humbling for me. I was like, well, next year we know. Listen to Holly and Grandma. Don't try to do things the easy way just look like one of those, you know, backwoods hillbilly people who just, <laughs> and I didn't mow my lawn a lot either, that probably didn't help, it's just all around bad, all around bad, um, so anyway, bad seed requires that we intentionally uproot it, um, so continued growth requires that we regularly, re regularly review our hearts. So, you know, when you have one of those good days and you're just like, yes, God just took everything. God took everything. I'm not going to struggle with anything anymore. It's going to be great. 
He's uprooted all of this stuff and put it in the fire. And from now on, it's smooth sailing. There are flowers everywhere. It's going to be great. Going to be great. And you know what's funny? God doesn't take everything up at the same time. He does one thing at a time because he's nice to us. He's like, I don't want to disturb their soil too much. They might have like a mental breakdown. I'm like, thanks, God. That's nice of you. I appreciate that. But no, he doesn't take everything up at the same time. So that means after one thing is gone and he's given us a little break, guess what? There's going to be more. And sometimes it's not even big things. Sometimes it's just little things. Like, what was it? I'm not going to use myself as an example. There's, nope. I could, I could. Oh wait, no, okay, here's one. The other day, (laughs) my examples are always about me and Jackie. I'm sorry, Jackie, I love you. (laughs) No, I'm throwing myself under the bus. This has nothing to do with you. Oh my gosh. Um, The other day, we... So Jackie, during the winter, she does not have very good stability, like, because she's not used to the snow or the ice, or, (laughs) like, she's just not used to it, and I get that, like, I'm totally, but I was a runner in the, like, homeschooler cross-country kids are, like, so hardcore, like, we run when it's, like, negative, in the negative degrees or whatever, and, like, one time my hand was, like, purple, and I kept running, and, like, so I'm used to running on the snow and the ice, (laughs) but one day I was just having a really bad day, and (laughs) we get out of the car, and Jackie's, like, you know, you should probably bring out the trash to the road, (laughs) and I'm, like, okay, well, there's trash, and then there's the recycling. And I'm not thinking, like, oh, yeah, she's she's fallen several times in front of me before. Like, that's why she's asking me to do this. I'm like, she always makes me do this. <laughs> like, I'm freezing my buns off, and she's going inside, and I'm just, so I'm, like, upset, and I'm just dragging this thing. <laughs> so there's always something for God to remove from you. For me, it was, you know, that spirit of, I don't know what that's called, but it's gone now. I'm happy to move the garbage cans. (laughs) So we must review our hearts regularly. Um, We must do it so that we can remove any seeds that are planted by the enemy, whether that be hurt, anger, offense and bitterness, fear, judgment, weariness, jealousy, self-righteousness etc. And I think I'm learning too, like when you're in the middle of the storm, it's so much easier for things to kind of come in because you're just so tired. You're like, oh my gosh, like I just need to make it through this next day. I just need to make it through this next hour. Like you're not paying attention to what the devil's like. (laughs) Anger or bitterness. Like, you're not paying attention to that. You're just trying to make it through life, which is fine, but we just need to intentionally take time to be with the Lord and be like, God, is there anything that is not of you in me right now or that I've let stay too long? 
because the weeds in our lives don't just affect us. The weeds in our lives do not just affect us. It obviously affected Jackie because I was mad at her for the next three days. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm very passive aggressive when I'm angry, and that's something I'm working on with the Lord. Um, but it doesn't just affect us. Like Sometimes, even when you're not necessarily mad at a specific person, I realized <laughs> recently that um, there was something in my life that God is trying to uproot, which is distrust. Um, I have a lot of that, <laughs> which I didn't realize until recently. And I realized it because I was like, why do I have such an issue with letting new people come and be close to me? I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. And I'm like, I don't have a reason why I don't trust this person, but I just don't like it. Like, no, no, thank you. Um, and I realized it, it's just because of past hurt, like people coming into our lives and leaving abruptly or coming into our lives and hurting us and then continuing to hurt us after they leave. And so like, I'm like, I want to fight everyone off like a freaking Irishman. Like, You're not coming close to me. Yeah, mom is good at doing that. I'm at letting people in. I am not. So I'm praying. But that affects the other people around me because then the new people that are coming in are like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> and it's like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. This is just me. And I'm, God's been dealing with it <laughs> recently. And I'm like, God, I am sorry. Help me to love people better and to just trust you that you're going to take care of me no matter how, if this person betrays me or how they treat me. So Ephesians 4, 31 through 32, get rid of all bitterness and rage and anger, brawling and slander along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave, in Christ God forgave you. Amen. Activation. Um, so during activation... Matt's going to play a song because he's cool. <laughs> um, so he did get a new haircut. Let's just all applaud Matt's haircut real quick. Woo! Woo! There you go. I just got to mess with you, buddy. Um, so during activation, I just felt like God just wants to talk to you. Um, just ask him what he wants to do in this moment. So you don't, it can be, God, do you want to reveal new truths and characteristics that you want to put in my heart right now, like a new seed, and that's so good. It can be, um, he may want to gently point out some things like he did with me that he wants to remove from your heart to prepare the soil for a new seed. Or he may just want to be with you and comfort you in the midst of the storm. All of these are amazing things. So no matter what he picks or if he picks something else, just go there with him and have your moment. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what he wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, 
and simply obey because God is good and he has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city, your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.